0: Hey, and welcome to the This Week in Games, a podcast series from the fine people of Deconstructor of Fun. The concept of this podcast is simple. Your hosts are Joseph Kim and myself, Mishka Katkov. The goal of this podcast is to highlight and deconstruct a few of the most relevant news in games. Most importantly, we promise to aim to keep these podcast series episodes short. So hit us up on Twitter to let us know which news topics you want us to talk about, and hit the subscribe button to hear us deconstructing the latest news. Enjoy. Good evening, JK. How are you doing?
1: Uh, Good morning to you. Things are going well. Really glad to to have made it to TWIG 4.
0: I feel like we're covering the world because it's like early more early e- early morning here and and late evening there. So, I, I love it. We're we're on we're on two continents doing this. So t- yeah, yeah. And today we got today we got some topics again. So we're gonna talk about um, Fortnite confirmed on Android. I uh, will drive its bus past Google's thirty percent cut, and this is interesting since I was so incredibly wrong <laughs> <the> <laughs> last time around. Uh, we want to talk about Google and Unity partnering for mobile game ads, and then we're gonna probably finish it off with the news from from Activision and especially, uh, the, their their mobile side. So let's start off with with my biggest prediction mistake from <laughs> from from last week. So just yeah. to cap it off, yeah, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe I could just um, capture what we know so far. Not not everything is confirmed, but some of the rumors that we heard and that we covered from last week, with respect to uh, Fortnite bypassing Google Play, that part has been confirmed, and so. Um, users will, will have to download an installer from Epic's website website to install the game directly. And there was a Q&A Q and, Q and with Eurogamer from Epic's CEO, and he did confirm a couple of thing, things, which is one, um, you know, he has a quote there that says, Epic's goal is to bring its games directly to customers. We believe gamers will benefit from competition among software sources on Android. And number two, that the motivation behind this really was to avoid the 30% store tax from the, the first-party platforms. And so that part has been con- confirmed, and the part that we don't still know yet is whether there will be some kind of Samsung exclusive, but there's definitely a lot of rumors swirling around that um, that there will be at least a 30-day exclusive for the Galaxy Note 9 and the Tab S4, which could potentially be extended for another 60 or 90 days to Samsung devices more generally. And uh, the the rumors kind of state that if this is going to happen, that the announcement will come during the Samsung Unpacked conference on August 9th. So, yeah, that's what we know. But what, what do you think, Mishka?
0: So, <laughs> I mean, I was of the opinion that this is fake news. quote. <laughs> uh, and, and, yeah, so... I have a I have um, I'm glad that it's not fake. Let's let's put it this way. I'm I'm I was reading the news and I was reading the quote from from um, Epic CEO and he was saying that the uh, the 30% cut just d- doesn't justify uh, what the platform is offering in right. terms of customer support in terms of you know the downloads and then whatnot, the, the infrastructure. And I do have to agree for 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 players this big that it doesn't make sense that they're paying 30% from from essentially something that they don't need, something that they can provide themselves. So it's a very interesting twist. And it's also a very interesting twist in the sense that they're doing this on Android, but not on iOS. And I understand that, that, that you know, iOS devices have their own restrictions. You would have to have a jailbreak device to, in order to do this. So So Android makes a lot of sense in this. But the implication of this, let's say going forward, more big players, you know, Let's say Supercell, uh, other Tencent companies, uh, they start doing this. They start moving away their top games right. to be directly downloaded. Blizzard, for example, um, what will happen to to iOS? Will Android become the the primary gaming device? Because now you can get those games on Android, and they're probably you know offering something better when they're playing uh, on Android because because there's no 30% cut. So, uh, you know, the gotcha might be a little bit nicer or the games might come in there first and so forth. So, right. and I, I, very I, interesting.
1: Yeah, just to underscore your points, I, I, I do agree that, you know, the, the key question here is like, what are they giving up? And really, they're giving up visibility and organic downloads from the Google Play Store. But, you know, this is, this is, this is one of the only games in the world where they could actually pull it off where, they don't need that because everybody knows about Fortnite. Everybody wants to download that game. And, you know, it, it, it's kind of the, the old saying about content. Content is king. And between the content and the customer, everything in between is a choice, right? And so, yes. yeah, I, I, I definitely think this is huge. Uh, you know, really shows that Epic is doing things very differently from what we've seen, how they did their console marketing uh, to what they're doing here uh, you know just really have to credit epic for having major cojones and, and trying to pull this off. And then to your your second point, it's like, well, what is what is a potential strategic implication if they can actually like we don't really know what they're doing, but if 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 they're if if they're going for a Samsung exclusive and Samsung's gonna give them a deal on their app store, that'll definitely put pressure on Google to to reduce their platform fee. And if 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 there becomes a precedent and to your point, wow, you know, what does that mean for the future? Is that going to start taking the platform fees down very significantly? So, yeah, um, you know, just as Fortnite, you know, was it was a major innovation and, and major breakthrough in, in the mobile gaming space. You know, this is just how they're doing things with with distribution. This, this could also be a, a fairly watershed sort of sort of event as well.
0: Yeah, not to mention that the whole epic engine is now becoming a, uh, a, a another a big topic because of their their back end where you can have so many players, their cross platform abilities. Right. So they're disrupting at all at all fronts. The the monetization, the engine, the the distribution. So it's it's pretty amazing.
1: Yeah, you know, one one kind of funny comment that I saw just just talking about this news in in one of the Slack channels that that I was on is like you know, this is such an awesome way for Epic to monetize the fact that they're actually just way behind on Android device support. You know, and so I actually think that that would be pretty amazing if that were actually true. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're working furiously to try to support all these Android devices. They're not there and they're like, "You know what? Why don't we just make a ton of money from Samsung by just just supporting uh, you know, the the Note 9 and then buying us some time to support the other devices." But um yeah. So, yeah.
0: so going on to the Samsung part, that 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 is weird that is so weird <laughs> because i as i said before like i'm i'm still an opinion like i don't i want to know how much money are they getting from samsung from this deal and i saw the number of 120 days even and and i do understand the point of like okay we're doing the soft launch so it's it's going to be you know we, we won't have that many devices and so not but that that can't be the case Epic is giant they have all the resources and we've seen games launch directly to android so that that's not that difficult, like you know, we we've both gone through all the uh, the QA services where they QA and, and test thousands of devices somewhere in China and, and and so forth. So it's it's not that difficult. And
1: but then again, maybe they're having some you know
0: technical issues getting lower end device support. But it doesn't. But you can cut them out. It's really easy on Android. You don't have yeah. to. Your right, game just won't be published there. So Android is extremely simple here and you can okay. you can choose them. So I, I just I just go back to some of the uh <laughs> like I remember being in, in the rooms and we're making deals with, with certain platform holders and they were offering twenty million up front to have our license of, of game X and we would have to literally do nothing but all have all the creative power to say what will be done with this game should right. if it'd be moved to platform X. And we said, no, because that game was making so much money that 20 million would have been like, you know, a couple of weeks at max.
1: Right. And, right. and, and, and the- 120 days of Fortnite revenue on, on exactly. Android is pretty
0: massive. So, so, so I, I remember walking away from, from deals where essentially you don't have to do anything for 20 million. Yeah. And it's just like, ah, you know what? There's just some risk and we don't really need that 20. In this case, like how much Samsung is giving? Are they giving 10? 10 would be a lot, right? Like, hey, can we call your game for 30 days or 60 days? We'll give you $10 million. And that, you know, that would be a lot of money. But would it be a lot of money for Epic? No. It's a peanut, right? right? No. And did they shop that deal around? Did they go to Huawei or somebody else? Like, hey, guys. So <laughs> Samsung is coming with 10. What do you got?
1: <laughs> right, right, right.
0: I mean, it, it's just that 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 part is weird. But but the uh, the whole going around Google Play, and don't get me wrong. I love Google Play. Uh, they, they're they doing phenomenal things. They're really pushing the envelope when it comes to when it comes to the Play Store. Um, amazing stuff. But but still, uh, it feels like this is I feel like the model overall should be more fair. It, right. it should be like capped, maybe, you know, like once you've paid Ten million dollars to the platform holder. You're good. You're good for the year, right? Like, like, like you can't offer me service over ten million dollars. Like I've gotten everything. So, so we've capped. Now we're just running away with 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 the dough. And let's start with the next year. Like that would be, that would be at least, you know, smarter. Right. Right. Yep.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Um. Yeah. So uh, you know, I I think again. Um, I'm I'm just I'm I'm very impressed by Epic with with how they are conducting business very very ballsy, and um, definitely good to see kind of these big kind of changes happening in our industry just just to keep everyone on their toes.
0: Yeah, I agree. I love Epic. It's just it's it's epic. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Let's let's go to the uh, <laughs> before hyping too much of this. Let's go to the uh, the next one about Google and Unity partnering for mobile game ads. Yeah. Go ahead. So-
1: yeah, so this 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 article was was basically an announcement uh, between Unity and Google, where Unity announced that Google's AdMob platform, um, which is their advertising platform, will be integrated directly from within Unity. So what does this mean? What it means is that Google's advertisers, the, the AdMob um, advertisers, will now have direct access to Unity's uh, global mobile gaming in- inventory. So basically like Google's AdMob customers can advertise directly in mobile games that are developed using Unity. And and honestly speaking like this first this this bit of news is actually not that interesting for me in, in terms of okay great there's a direct integration into Unity. That's convenient, that's pretty cool, that's nice, but what I'm wondering is if there isn't a larger and more strategic piece to, to to what's what's happening here, because once there is this sort of direct integration between the development platform, between Unity and 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 what's happening within the game and and Google, I think there is a potential for like a phase two part that's really around data. So what do I mean by this? And I I think I'm going to go into a little bit of a um, a larger discussion here. So um, so, uh, you know, gonna, uh, go into a deconstruction here that that's a little <laughs> bit lengthy, but please, please bear with me, everyone, all, all the listeners. Yeah. And basically what I want to first do is just kind of set the stage for people who don't know a lot about, um, uh, advertising on mobile. Uh, but just basically explaining that in, in the last two to three years, um, there's been a pretty major change with with how um, advertising on mobile is is being conducted, and, and really what this comes down to is that both Facebook and Google have developed like these machine learning based bidding algorithms. So that, for example, you know uh, if you can try to target users that do specific actions in games, and in particular, what all you know, sort of free-to-play mobile games are interested in are, are things like purchase or the amount of money that you've actually spent in the game. And so with Facebook, they have something called AEO, App Event Optimization, and VO, Value Optimization, where they're really targeting users that purchase in games and trying to find other users that are like those users. And what we found is that this, this type of information has been has performed extremely well such that, you know, you used to see, you know, total ad budgets for like Facebook being a pretty significant part of the budget, you know, maybe, you know, 30, 40%, but that's been increased and increasing over time so that Facebook today could be 40 to 70% of your total ad budget. But based on, you know, the advances in these machine learning based bidding algorithms, some people think that that could actually go to 100% for sort of Facebook and Google. And um, the big issue here, though, is that Facebook to date has really been winning, um, and, and Google's trying to catch up. There, they're, they, you know, so they're launching like a value optimization type product pretty soon, and and they're, you know, they're they're a, a kind of a step behind Facebook. And so, like, when you think about the type of data that Facebook and Google have, theoretically, Google actually has better data but Facebook is still winning. And, and what do I mean by that? So Facebook has demographic data, right? So you you like a lot of stuff, you have your age, your you know, your sex, your education, all that data that Facebook has and they'll use that to target you. But Google has intent data, right? Your search data and they also have data from Google Play Store. And so this what this potentially speaks to is a battle of data, where if Google could also get data from how players are actually playing in the game, that these would be additional signals that Google uses for their machine learning based algorithm to to combat Facebook, because right now, you know, Facebook is, is you know, and, and all credit going to Facebook, but but they're they're kicking everyone's ass right now.
0: Mm. Got it. So so Facebook. So um, I'm 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 kind of like a white belt still, maybe a blue belt in user acquisition so i do understand that that um that these event-based uh bidding has been going on for a while now and i i wasn't sure like like it it wasn't it was existing only through facebook
1: uh well facebook was the first to, to to launch with um with as i mentioned before aeo um But but yeah, you know I think Google is just a little bit behind in in the roadmap, but catching up to Facebook fairly quickly.
0: Mm, I got it, I got it. Okay, that that makes sense. Yeah, the yeah they're they're bound to catch up. They have so many resources. This is very interesting. This so (laughs) one thing, just a crazy (laughs) question came out. Do you think uh, Google could buy Unity?
1: Uh, I I think that you know that that's actually a really good idea. Um. I, th- I think they should. <laughs> Anyone at, at uh, Google, take note. Go, 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 go! Buy Unity. It's it's, it's actually a, a really good move, and will get you a lot of good um, user data.
0: Yeah, and advertising revenue. Right. And games, <laughs> like like all the games <laughs> except Fortnite.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, uh-huh. I I actually think that that's actually a fantastic idea. I I hope somebody from there is listening and uh, should should take note of that for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, this is a, this is a very interesting piece. Uh, yeah. Um. Thanks for breaking down, JK. I, honestly, I, <laughs> I love, I love going through this stuff because you're breaking down some of the news that, that I'm, it's a little bit above me, but the next news isn't, <laughs> which is the, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's very exciting news about Activision and Tencent bringing Call of Duty, um, Call of Duty, the mobile game to China. Mishka, what, 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 what do you know?
0: Yeah. So, there's 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 that and there's the uh, the overall uh, I believe it was the uh, latest press release it was Q two earnings uh, where Activision CEO Bobby Kotick it. it was um he he gave a quote uh, saying while esports give our existing fans a new and everlasting way to celebrate their favorite games and expand and expands their appeal to broader audience our mobile initiative will expand their access to our iconic franchises by making them available to hundreds of millions of new players around the world. So essentially what he was saying is that Activision, um, they do own King, but, but they're, he's saying that they were going to bring more of their, their console, their, their PC piece to mobile. And what do we know about that? We know that Blizzard is making new MMORTS on mobile. And we know that they have some other exciting new things in incubation. And we know that, that activism is is filled with great franchises like Call of Duty. So that that's the one that they announced. And they actually announced that it's coming to China in a few months already. Yeah. Uh, they also have destiny. They have... More of sort of a like casual and like Spyro, Crash Bandicoot, Skylanders. They got sports and Tawny Hawks and they got some some RPG franchises like King's Quest. So it's it's interesting that that um when we when we look back and see how they have been handling their IPs on on mobile, it hasn't been very successful. The only really the only real game that they launched, the Activision has launched on mobile, was Call of Duty Heroes back in late, I believe, 2015. And he got some 45 million downloads and only 17 million in revenue. So these numbers are from Tenso Tower. And and we know that, um, I mean, this we, we know as game industry people <laughs> that, that they have been shopping around their IPs. There was this whole publishing team located in Santa Monica as well as in, in Minnesota. And and they were shopping around. They were shopping around Tony Hawk to, to different developers. They were shopping around some some other games, and they really couldn't couldn't get that going. And I think it was partly because of the uh, the situation back then. Uh, in 2015, a lot of smaller developers still had the the chance to actually become bigger so it made sense to develop their own ip rather than take something existing i mean the market has changed significantly where the power of ip has just continued to rise to the rising cpis and and just how hard it is to to you know to become big but back then a lot of people were saying no and the ones that said yes like the makers of call of duty heroes they they weren't really those you know uh Let's not. I'm not trying to be offensive, but they weren't the best game developers out there. They they weren't, they weren't the the, the you know top of the food chain. They were maybe, right. uh, you know, mid to <laughs> low tier in the in the food chain. So they are <laughs> the ones who who took the deals and 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 you know that that really didn't start going. And then Activision bought King, and we know that King is 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 uh, is already developing Call of Duty, uh, but we don't know what other games. So before going uh, i mean before going further into the uh, the call of duty what do you think about about this news what do you think about activision pushing with their with their um gamer ips onto onto mobile
1: yeah i mean from my perspective i i kind of feel like blizzard the the blizzard ip in particular is especially strong and and just thinking about ip in general i would say you know nintendo probably strongest ip in the world for 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 games but then number 2 I mean, you, 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 gotta be thinking, you know, the, the blizzard IP is right there in that conversation. Um, I, I, I would even say as, at, you know, as strong as like, you know, even Marvel, um, just because it's, it, you know, it, it's so dear to, to a lot of, a lot of fans. Um, if like, for example, if, if they did like a Warcraft sort of March battle for X game, that, that, that would be like a, you know, at least, a. Half a billion to a billion dollar sort of franchise you know at, at the minimum um
0: yeah and they've done already mobile game i mean cross-platform so we've seen worldcraft on mobile and it's doing extremely well
1: yeah so i i i think this is this is great this is great for for players and 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 you know definitely uh good good for activision that they're unlocking more of their, their ip in a strong way mm.
0: so let's talk about a little bit of tencent and activision working together um so as we know, when when uh, when Blizzard split from Vivendi, um, as a passive investor, uh, in 2013, it, it, Tencent took less than five percent share of of Activision in in 2013, and then in 2015, Tencent announced that it bought an additional 400 million worth of shares, rising in stake in the company to about 25 percent. So, Tencent owns 25 percent of Activision. Now that 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 sets a pretty good. Um, setting for for these further relationships so it's good to know that that there's that that not
1: own at this point right
0: (laughs) exactly exactly so so it's just important to know that that they they actually have a stake in the game it's a pretty big stake so the two company announced on thursday that they're teaming up to create an all-new call of duty mobile game for chinese market the new title will be free to play and it will bring together the collection of so-called beloved call of duty characters their maps modes weapons from across the franchises um and it's good to remember that 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 the china is the largest games market in the world in terms of revenue and player numbers according to new Zoom. Um, yeah so revenue and player numbers according to new zoo and it will account for more than one quarter of global game revenues in 2018 reaching an estimation of 38 billion so yes as we know if the game breaks big in china it can be massive it can it it usually is the biggest game in the world like we've seen with Arena of Valor or or, or um of uh, what's the chinese name of that Kings honor of, oh, King. honor of Kings yeah yeah honor of kings um and then we know that at activision in in this case is working with uh Cents Teamy Studio Group and going a bit deeper into Teamy Studio Group if you don't know it's it's one of the best tencent studios it's behind the arena valor so that game is already racked up 2.1 billion in revenue it has done the PUBG mobile which which in few months is is at at 200 million 250 million revenue and then 63 million downloads and it has also done g cart which has later turned into this phenomena called qq speed i'm not sure what the numbers on that game is but i know that they have
1: ridiculous yeah yeah they have
0: two (laughs) million players online at the same time so so this is this is like like people think that that supercell is one of the is is the best studio that that um that tencent has yeah supercell is by far top 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 three at least but but timmy studio group is right up there it's it's absolutely a phenomenal set of (laughs) set of talent and they are the ones that are doing the um this this call of duty so um yeah Top Tencent studio making the game, and and I believe it will be something amazing, and 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 I just want to uh, kind of ask you about the strategy. So Call of Duty made by of Group only for the uh, for for China, and and it's it's a little bit different than Tencent has done previously and what Activision has done previously. So was, as we talked about the, uh, the Call of Duty mobile had only sort of a mild success in the West on mobile, and currently they have Call of Duty. Being developed by King, I believe King Stockholm, based on the uh, the, the recruiting ads, uh, that it's developed by King Stockholm for the Western market, and now they're developing Call of Duty for Eastern market, a totally separate game that that most likely, I mean, if if it's a huge success, it might come to the Western audience, but this is just primarily for for the uh, for the Chinese audience. Uh, what do you think about the strategy?
1: Um, I mean, well, I I do think that the Chinese market is. Particular, So like, and, and, and super huge, right? Like, and, and, certainly not, not necessarily for mobile, but Crossfire has been, you know, one of the, 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 the top games globally for a long time on, on the PC market, very specific to China. Um, so I, 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 don't think it's, you know, and, and we, we talked last week in terms of how the, the MOBAs that were more focused on the, on, on, you know, on China and more specific in terms of the product to that market were more successful. So, I, I think it's it's a good move. It's a it's a good strategy, and certainly I think if if it starts to um, achieve some success, then you know they they can uh, bring that to, to the West. But um, yeah, definitely very interesting, and especially if if they're able to take that you know uh, more to the PC space. The big loser in that is is probably SmileGate with because of uh you know because of Crossfire.
0: Yeah, yeah. I and I have to say that that this is a this is a very smart adaptation from Tencent because they have. They have tried previously to to bring their successful games from china to the west and they have not been as successful i mean arena valor is moderately successful but that kind of goes through the whole mobile market that that is just mainly um mainly in southeast asia and china but they have done that previously with with a game that you that you might remember called uh we fire there was this 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 huge huge success in in 2015 it was like the most successful shooter In China, and they developed that game for, I mean, they, they adopted that game for the Western market with glue because glue had their frontline commando and, and, and contract killers and all, all those, those type of shooting games. And, and, and I remember they were developing and they, they called it rival fire and maybe it was, it was with a frontline commando IP or something like that. But that game, did it ever launch?
1: I, I don't know if it did. Yeah. It, I, I remember glue folks being relatively excited about it, but yeah, it, it just, it, it just, for whatever reason um, did not, maybe it was too early. You know, it's, it's like the, the, the um, sort of the MOBAs and, you know, pixel gun 3d started to, I, I think they started to achieve success a little bit later on. So it might've been too early, so it could could be a timing thing, but yeah, it, I I don't remember it being successful at all if, if it even launched here. So
0: yeah, I, I don't think it was too early because I was a you know I played a lot of of, of the frontline commando and, and the, those glue games and you know they were okay. moderately fun um, you know just fun shooting and, and so forth. It, it, but um, when I played uh, We Fire, which is which is kind of like the extended version with, with let's say it's the same game but with more aggressive monetization compression. Yeah. Um, then I played the Arrival Fire. It, it added those monetization mechanics to the game, but it didn't really change that game that much. And I just feel like it goes back to to the differences between the two markets, the Western market and the Chinese and, right. and, and, and sort of a Korean and Japanese market. Uh, it, it feels like the the Western market has played so many of of, um, of these console games that when we try to offer them a game that looks like it's from PlayStation 1, and tout how great the graphics are and how fun it is to play people are like like dude i played this game 10 years ago this is this is crap like like i'm not interested in you know a, a worse version of what i used to play when like 10 years ago yeah. but but for chinese audience i don't think they've gone through that evolution of of consoles um so that that for them it just feels more fresh I that's just a hypothesis but but it, it i what i what i'm saying is that the game wasn't you know, it it wasn't that different. It wasn't that that people didn't understand. It wasn't ahead of its time. Uh, I'm, I'm I mean, in the sense that it did have the gotcha mechanics, so this, that was kind of like ahead of its time. But other than that, the core gameplay and everything was pretty much the same. It just feels like like the Western audience wasn't that impressed by something that they've seen before.
1: Right, And I, I do think that there there are a lot of dead bodies in the Western market for shooters. Right, there's so many people who've who've tried it, so many who have who've died and like you know, probably one of the more successful ones is, is you know, like the Minecraft-y Pixel Gun 3D, you know, targeted to kids. Or, you know, and, and certainly like more in the sniper space, you, you've you got mm-hmm. kind of the hothead games that have been kind of, you know, up, up and down in, in the Western market as well. But but definitely, you know, very, very tough to, to, to kind of get right here in the Western market for, for whatever
0: reason. Isn't Pixel Gun 3D just killing it?
1: it's it's i think it's generally like a top 100 150 grossing games yeah. so um yeah you know I, I think they've got a super low cost structure uh
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: a russian studio um and um yeah i i, I think they're doing extremely well
0: yeah, yeah 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 that's that's true because i was comparing them and and guns of boom which is kind of the other competitor in that category and then pixel gun is like three times bigger okay. uh which people don't know so but but anyways um Going back to this news, I, I I feel like, yeah, Tencent is just smart, isn't it? It's just like, sure. like, like they're, they're clearly saying that they can't offer the one game for the whole world, so they're like, hey, let's let's just do two, let's just you know do one with our prime premier studio here in China, and and the other one with with King. Yeah. The question mark is yeah. like, what is, what is King gonna come out with? Because we know that Timmy has. Has success has um has the expertise in these type of games. Uh, they've they've done the Wii Fires. They they have all the they've done PUBG Mobile, and then for sure they can do this one. But King hasn't done any really successful midcore games, especially their Stockholm Studio hasn't done any any midcore games, and they're tackling one of the biggest IPs ever. Right. So that's that's kind of weird, but um, but yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and maybe I, I could ask you a question, Mishka. In terms of like Activision IP, what what would you be the most excited about? In terms of like, if you could, if if you could have any game launch using one of their IPs,
0: mm. uh, Warcraft.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I think Starcraft.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure, right? Yeah, um, I think I think those are those are the biggest ones. I mean, you could you could just say you can just skip the meetings with Google play with those ones. Cause they have so much name <laughs> value. I'm sorry. But right. it's like we're going the Fortnite route. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, those are the biggest ones. Naturally destiny is, is amazing. Um, and, and even as I said, um, the other ones, like the more casual ones, like the spiral, the crash bandicoots, and of course, Skylanders that, that game offers so much and it could be, it could be, yeah, it could so be many gigantic. Exactly. Yes. It,
1: so many paths for upgrading or, you know, they've got swap force so you can swap things around. So, uh, game
0: Dude, it's a billion dollar franchise. You know,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, from, from a game design perspective, so many game designers would love to like take a crack at Skylanders. I'm sure. Yeah. And,
0: and, and that's the whole thing that, that I'm so excited about with the Epic news. I just have to go back to that is they're skipping the, um, the Google play, um, or, or the sort of a platform restrictions in that sense, then it opens up other avenues. Let's say you have a Skylander and now, you know there's some issues when you're trying to to combine the physical elements like the toys to your to your app because of the purchases and how you're going to handle it they want a piece of your physical sales you can't buy something physical and then move it into into the game and so forth but if you're not tied to the store now you can do it now you can actually have the toys directly interfe- interacting with with your with your um with your device because you're not you're not using the, the play store or the ios store for for the purchases so it it yeah. opens up a whole new avenue for skylanders
1: yeah yeah for sure i i i'm definitely looking forward to um with what they come out with and you know certainly the other name that that comes to mind is you know is 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 riot you know like what you know i, I mean there's been so many rumors about you know not not to take us too off track in terms of this news but there have been so many rumors about. Them having like five mobile games in in development, but I I mean I, I remember they had that Blitzcrank game from like I don't know a few years back, but I haven't seen anything else from those guys. It's like, guys, what are you what are you what are you guys doing? <laughs> you yeah,
0: know. I, I you know I I totally understand why it's so hard for them to to launch anything because think about it, you're expected to make the best game on mobile without yeah just, just simple just yeah. the the best not top 100, not top 50. You know, not a not a critically acclaimed. No, the the most downloaded and the most grossing game on mobile. Period. <laughs>
1: so And, and yet so that, they launched Blitzcrank, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of but now but that was it was that yeah, and then they launched the board game. It's almost like they're Yeah, it's it's a, it's a tall order. It's, right, it's right. a it's, it's very hard one. And when you're trying to launch something that is the best in the world, it has to be novel. It has to be new. It can't be the sort of a plus one, right? right. It can't be like, hey, here's our version of 4X. It's like Game of War, but with StarCraft characters, people will be <laughs> like, get out of here (laughs) so 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 and i I totally understand that that it's very very difficult to move forward and i can only just imagine the reviews that are going through when they go through their milestones like is this the best game in the world (laughs) you're like well it's kind of proven like no is this the best (laughs) And, and and um for sure exciting to do games that have the poten- i mean they have the potential to make the best games in the world but but it's it's very difficult it's it's very difficult to be the best
1: right. yeah but hopefully they figure it out come on riot uh, game become riot games <laughs> yeah, <know>? they,
0: <laughs> yeah they will I, i'm 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 100% sure they will i'm 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 very excited how the how the mobile is changing every every week uh, right, especially right. led by by these these um these now cross platform companies so yeah,
1: um, you just have to get it right eventually, you know, like like Epic in there whatever long they, they were working on Fortnite, what six, seven, eight years or however yeah, long. Yeah,
0: six was. years and then then one crazy pivot and they're the biggest ones. And now they're they're just not settled, they're moving forward and, and changing the industry on all aspects. They got even me looking to Unreal Engines. So I'm like, hey, what if our next game <laughs> would use Unreal? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah amazing times yeah i' I'll, I'll let you i'll let you go to bed <laughs>
1: <laughs> sounds good i i think that's uh that's basically it right
0: yep until till okay. next week
1: till next week uh catch you all later catch you all later bye bye